This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, the business station. Thanks for staying tuned. It's 9.19, Tuesday, the 3rd of January. And at the moment, the FBM KLCI is still in the red. It is down 0.7% to 1,484 points. Now, earlier, we talked about the top value stock, LNP Global. It's actually an IPO which made its debut today. The price was 30 cents. This morning is 51 cents. So it's up 70%. So not bad for an ACE-listed company. But in the meantime, let's talk about, uh, you know, equity markets for Malaysia because 2022, not not so kind to it. Um, generally, across whether it's developed or emerging markets, because even in US, they had the worst performance since 2008. Much of this has been driven by, you know, a global economic slowdown dragged by recession talk in the US and a very hawkish Fed monetary policy, which raised rates seven times last year. So this caused a sell-down globally, with even ASEAN markets taking a hit as risk-off became the dominant theme for the year. As for Malaysia, issues were compounded by domestic issues such as the political uncertainty as the country headed for GE15. However, as we look ahead to 2023, will there be catalysts that would cause a re-rating of markets? For answers, we asked Alexander Chia to peer into his crystal ball. He is the regional head of research at RHB Investment Bank. Good morning, Alex, and happy new year to you. Now, 2022, disappointing year for the FBM KLCI. We saw a negative return of 4.6%. It underperformed the Jakarta and Singapore markets. But of course, we want to look ahead. So will 2023 uh, be a better year? Should we be more optimistic or pessimistic? Uh, morning, Shaoning. Uh, Happy New Year to the BFM team. Yeah, I think uh, 2022 uh, was a year, it was a tough year. Uh, but I think going forward, the best way to describe uh, how we see things is that uh, we see more grounds for less pessimism. Uh, you know, going into, you know, a year ago, we were a lot more guarded, um, you know, given that we were on the cusp of a, um, uh, a new rate hiking cycle. Uh, but I think there are now uh, more reasons to be less uh, cautious uh, and to look forward to a better 2023 versus 2022. And Alex, what are the re-rating catalysts that are on the radar for 2023? Will this be more global or domestic driven for our Malaysian market? I think it's a combination of both uh, factors. I think uh, on the on the global side, uh, we believe we are near the peak uh, of the monetary tightening cycle. Uh, I think the bulk of the Fed tightening process has already run its course, or we're close to 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 peak. Uh, that's the first first issue. Uh, a second re-rating catalyst is uh, as what we what uh, was discussed uh, at length uh, during the, the the previous call um, with regards to the China reopening. Uh, sure, there's going to be um, you know the next couple of months are, are going to be relatively rocky uh, given the expected spike and surge in in positive cases uh, in China. Uh, but I think going forward, um, the reopening. Uh, process in China is going to be a positive catalyst for global growth, um, at least through, or, you know, from the second quarter onwards uh, and in, going into the second half of this year. Uh, thirdly, uh, we now have a uh, duly elected uh, government, uh, functioning government, uh, and, um, you know, and, and the hope for centrist uh, approach by the new government, uh, we hope uh, will will help to reduce the political risk that, uh, you know, as a has been swirling around, you know, for much of the last uh, two years. 
so yeah, so these are the the, the key factors that that um, you know that make us less uh, cautious uh, with regards to the equity space going into twenty twenty three. So taking all that into account then, Alex, what investment strategy would uh, you advise for this year then? Is it a thematic, bottom-up, or a value versus growth approach? I think, uh, you know, I think in in the Malaysia equity space, um, you know, one, you know, typically has to be extremely selective. Uh, But I think uh, given that uh, we are likely on the cusp of a new growth cycle, um, you know, we think that um, you know there is a, a need to to take a, a, a more medium term perspective. I think, uh, as I mentioned earlier, I I do think that there will be some degree of volatility uh, in markets over the next uh, you know a, a quarter or two. Um, you know, with with uh, you know with what's happening with how the reopening process is evolving in China and so on. Um, you know, but I think uh, that going forward, um, you know, any kind of weakness in a market. Uh, you know, should be seen as opportunities to collect and 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 build positions for the medium term. Um, and I think uh, at this juncture in the process, uh, value stocks would definitely be um, you know be be the way to 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 look at at uh, at opportunities. Okay, and if you look at your FBMC KLCI year end target for twenty twenty three, what's the magic figure and what is that premised on? Okay, it's uh, our year end target for N23 is uh, 1660 points. Uh, this is based on 15 times uh, target PE uh, 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 applied to uh, FY forward FY24 earnings. Uh, and the 15 times uh, target PE is uh, half a standard deviation uh, uh, discount to the mean. Uh, you know, so, you know, we, we do think that, um, you know, market valuations aren't particularly demanding at this juncture. Uh, FY23 PE stands at sub 14 times. Uh, FY24 is low 13s. So I, 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 you know, we do think that a lot of the negativity uh, in the market is already in the price, Um, you know, and uh, and therefore, uh, you know, you know, any kind of uh, weakness uh, that we might see from here on forward uh, would be opportunities to pick up uh, and build positions. And Alex, how does sorry, how does Malaysia's valuations, as you mentioned earlier, compare with some of its regional peers? Is it possible for the Malaysian equities to actually outperform its regional peers and and to see foreigners actually be more aggressive in the buying of Malaysian equities? Well, um, I think uh, vis-a-vis uh, the our regional peers, um, you know, we are we are less expensive uh, than Thailand and Indonesia, uh, but but uh, clearly we are. We are we are trading at a, at a more uh, uh, rich richer PE versus Singapore. Um, you know, so I, I think um, you know I, I think the expectations for Malaysia equities, um, if you dial back over the last five years, I think expectations are relatively low. Um, you know, so I do think there is a possibility for you know for for Malaysia to outperform. Uh, as they say, every dog has its day. Um, you know, but, uh, you know, the, the uh, you know, I think in terms of uh, foreign flows, uh, it really depends on the pace of the reopening in China, um, you know, that might draw uh, more foreign portfolio f- funds back uh, to North Asia. Uh, and that might be at the expense of um, outflows uh, in, in the entire uh, ASEAN equity space. So, Alex, let's end on our favorite question. What would be your top picks and sells? 
Okay, uh, let me take your your the second part of your question first. I think in terms of cells, I, uh, you know, we are relatively, as a sector, we are relatively cautious on the gloves. Uh, we have cell calls on all the four glove stocks that we cover. Uh, I think, um, uh, you know, the, 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 the challenges for the sector uh, are far from over given the relatively uh, oversupplied uh, glove market. Uh, but I think in terms of um, of our top buys, um, we like uh, the banks still, um, you know, and, and, and in this regard, um, you know, we like CIMBA and AMMB. Uh, we recently upgraded uh, the our the property sector call uh, to overweight uh, on the back of, um, you know, the interest rate cycle nearing the peak, uh, easing political risk and, and the easing uh, situation in China. Um, you know, so you know, uh, in the in the property space, um, you know, we like uh, matrix concepts, um, and elsewhere, um, we like some of the consumer names like Mr. DIY, Citos, and I think uh, Saim Dhabi is a good um, uh, China reopening uh, play as well. All right, thank you very much for your time. That was Alexander Chia, Regional Head of Research at RHB Investment Bank, giving us an outlook of for Bursa Malaysia 2022, uh, 2023. Excuse me. Uh, it's going to be volatile, but he does recommend certain names. Uh, he does ask you to cherry pick and to look at value stocks. So interestingly, what to avoid? Gloves. This <laughs> was a terrible year for gloves, so much so that Top Glove and Hatalega uh, got booted out of the FBM KLCI. All four gloves are a sell. But things to look out banks, property, consumer names, and uh, SIME, which is interesting because it's a China reopening play. Yeah, and he has a FBM KLCI target of 1660, and that's based on 15 times PE for financial 24 and minus 0.5 standard deviation below the mean. I think valuations currently for this year is about 14 times. So if that holds true, that's still a lot of upside for our Malaysian market. Yeah, and if we look at the banks, he likes CIMB, AMMB. Now, when it comes to property, because the interest rate cycle has peaked, he's asking us to look at matrix for consumer names, CITOS and Mr. DIY, who actually haven't done so well uh, last year. And finally, like I say, Saim Dabi, partially because if you look at the uh, earnings profile of the company, a lot of it is auto coming from China and also industrial, so um, industrial equipment. So if you expect China to do well, that would mean that commodities would do well and then there will be usage, increasing usage and buying of industrial equipment. Uh, but that's all the corporate news we have for you. Up next, we have People, Planet, Profit, where Chong Jensen speaks to Yin Xiaolong, Senior Research Associate at Kazana Research Institute about carbon tax that's happening after the 9.30am news bulletin. Keep it here, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, Download the BFM app.